Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the VIP Excite Podcast. I'm your host, Janine White. Today I am so excited to introduce you to Alex Wolf. Alex has an amazing story that I think can inspire just about anyone who listens to this podcast who may think that they have an excuse. Hi, Alex. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the podcast today. Thank you for allowing me to be here. You're welcome. So I tell all of my guests that this is probably the fastest 30 minutes of your whole entire day. So can we start with you telling my audience a little bit about yourself? Well, uh, obviously my name's Alex. I'm 19, living out in West Texas currently until the end of the year. I am homeless for the third time this year. And I just thanks to VIP Ignite, I mean, I've got an amazing opportunity, and I can't wait to see where it goes. That's awesome, Alex. So um, you and I talked for a long time on our pre-interview. So um, can we talk a little, can you tell uh, my audience just a little bit about your background? You don't have to go into a lot of details, but how is it that you got to be without a home at 19 years old? Well, I came from a heavy military family, uh, and my mom was Air Force. I came from a heavy military background. So seeking independence wasn't widely accepted. And just before I turned 18, I went and tried to buy myself a car, of all things. I bought the car, registered it, insured it. But because I did not ask for permission to spend my own money, that didn't go very well with my parents. So they kind of had the whole mentality, well, if you're going to act like you don't need us, then you don't need us. So I ended up wow. living in a shed for probably about two months um, after I got kicked out. And this was all really on the eve of my 18th birthday. Okay. It's, it seems pretty insane that um, your parents would be mad at you for making a purchase that would help you and probably help them in the long run also. But like we can't, we can't get into people's um, heads. So here's the question I have for you. I was so inspired when I got off the phone with you the other night. I was like, Oh my God, I want to like go change the world. So you took that adversity and so many people would be like, okay, you know what? Obviously like I'm a loser or whatever. Like people would say terrible things about themselves and, a lot of people would just buckle under the pressure. But it doesn't seem like you did that. I'm sure you had times where it was like, what the But you didn't buckle under the pressure. So can you talk to me a little bit about how you've taken that adversity and you've used it to help make you stronger? Well, I'm no exception to, like, the norm where I was – I ended up in a really low place. I mean, I did buckle under the pressure there for a while, But once I finally got to the Salvation Army itself, I was able to start getting my head back where I needed to be, able to start focusing on myself rather than the people I was around. And I was able to get a job through the Salvation Army, which allowed me to 
take all of not just the emotions that I was carrying around, but all the energy that I had and put it towards something productive and just hearing people walk into the building commenting on how clean it was as a custodian that made my, it kind of validated my work. So I, and right. slowly through the Salvation Army, I started building my confidence back. I got some of my old attitude, my charisma. So I've started to kind of bounce back because of the Salvation Army. That's awesome. I love, um, I know that must, that must be amazing because like you're in a place where you're, you're, you're in a low place, but then you're giving back to other people that are in a low place. So it's lifting you up, but it's also lifting them up because who, who wants, no matter how low you are, who wants to walk into an environment that isn't clean? And like, I think it's so, I think it's amazing that um, at your age that you went to the Salvation Army, first of all, and then you got the job, and now you're helping people. Probably a lot of the people are a lot older than you, and I'm sure after talking to you the other night, I know that you're full of energy, and, like, you're probably one of the most positive people I've ever talked to. So so how do you spread that positivity around the Salvation Army? I mean, you're, you're make, giving them a great environment to sleep in and to eat in, but, like, how like how are you using your energy to help other people? Well, I learned probably good almost a year ago, really, is when I kinda it kinda dawned on me that I'm good at making people smile. If I can't make them laugh, I can at least make them smile. And when you're in a low place living at the Salvation Army and even the people that come in there to eat, yes, I'm in a low place now, but I've been in lower places in the last year and I know that somebody making my day by making me smile, telling me a joke, asking how I was doing, it makes the world for me. So yeah. I kind of do my best to be almost like the greeter at Walmart and kind of interact with people. I kind of try and work a smile or a laugh out of them just to kind of encourage them, you know, let them know that I see them. Because being homeless, that is one of the biggest problems I've had when it comes to like the emotional and mental parts of it is you feel invisible. You feel worthless. Yeah. So I, I don't want people to feel that way. I want, I want them to know that I recognize them. And even though I'm 19, by far the youngest one there, I get where they are. I can identify with them. I yeah. can level with them. I'm there if they need to talk to me. That's, that's phenomenal, Alex. So how are you going to take this energy and all, and all of your experience? So you're you're t- you're going to be moving to LA at the end of the year. So let's talk a little bit about that. Like, how are you going to take this and help it form your time in LA? Well, I've talked to several people, and I've heard from multiple sources, including you, that local theater would be not just great to put on my resume, but would also be good for me to allow to kind of get my boots on the ground and kind of especially if I'm performing for the homeless, then that would give them something to kind of occupy them. And especially if I'm doing like a comedy skit, I can get those laughs that I want to get. So when I first Mm -hmm. get there, yeah, I'll probably be living in a homeless shelter, but I want to take what gifts I have and spread them around to, I don't want to say the little people and be offensive, but, I mean, that's the best way I can think of to describe it. Yeah. Well, they're not little people, but they're the people who are overlooked, maybe the marginalized, or you could use that word, because that's not 
It's not yeah, no one chooses to be marginalized. No one chooses to be invisible. I like I mean I, I do know people that choose to be invisible, but we could do a deep psychological study about that. But that's that's for another podcast. That's not for this podcast. But no, but I think that um your energy and your desire to help people smile, like again, um we work with Robert Galinsky who does a one man show called The Bench and I saw it in LA for the first time um in June and when I first went into it, I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting because one man playing, like, five different people is, like, it, it was it boggled my mind because I had never seen a one-man show done like this. Perhaps I need to get out and see more theater. But when I asked, but as Possibly. the show was going on, like, I found myself, what? <laughs> but anyway, as, I, as the show was going on, I found myself laughing. I found myself crying. But at the end, I found myself, like in this place where I was like, wow, you really humanized homeless people because so many times, like I live in a major city, I live in Philadelphia. And so many times like you're walking down and like the first couple, and and I, like when I say this, I, I'm not proud of feeling this way, but like, like at the first couple of homeless people, I come up, I'm like, Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? And then finally it's like, okay. You know? And but after seeing Glinsky's show, like I had a completely different perspective because he he humanized these people that normally you're like you're afraid to approach or something because you don't you just don't know. So I love that you're going out to LA. And something else that you said that struck me was you're like, Yeah, you know, I'll probably live in a homeless shelter when I first get out there. Like I know people who are like, Oh my god, like if I'm not living like in like Beverly Hills, like I'm not going and you're like, No, you know what? I'm going to chase my dream. I may be in a homeless shelter. I may have to give back to people, but you know what? It's okay. Like that's, if that's what I have to do, that's what I'm going to do. So I admire that strength in you, Alex. Yeah. Like I said, over the year, I've really gained a lot of perspective. I mean, you go from being a 17 year old who lived in like the lower middle class, never really had to hardly work for anything to, living at the bottom of the barrel, I mean, you learn to appreciate even the small things in your life. So Mm -hmm. a homeless shelter for me isn't, oh, God, no, it's a bed, it's food. I mean, and it'll allow me, if I stay there, I can save up my money to eventually go get myself somewhere better. It's a stepping stone on the place to where I want to be. That's awesome. So what is your big goal with the entertainment industry? Let's let's start talking about your goals and your aspirations. Like what is it that you want to do in the entertainment industry? Uh well I would love to be like I said, I would love to be an actor and a model, but I want mostly to leave behind a legacy that shows that if I can do it, anybody can do it. Your dreams are not limited by your circumstances. I mean, they're your dreams, not your circumstances dreams. So wherever I end up in show business, that's kind of irrelevant to me at this point as long as I pass on that legacy. The legacy is the big thing for me right now. That's awesome. So when did you decide that you wanted to be a part of the entertainment industry? Like when did you, like, at what point were you like, okay, you know what, This this is the obvious next step for me? I kind of realized that I liked doing, like, making people laugh, doing a little bit of comedy, a little bit of, like, dramatic acting. 
back when I was in high school hanging out with some th- some of the theater kids. Um, but I wasn't allowed to go take like the theater classes at the school because my parents were like, oh, no, you'll never use that. And then after high school, I got on an app called TikTok. I'm making all my little videos. I've now made close to 500 videos in the last year. Um, what? That's for, crazy. Yeah, I just hit 17.3 thousand fans uh, yesterday. Alex, that's uh, amazing. So, I, I had no idea about this. And it's just, I love that. I love being on camera. I found that out. But, and I've had several people tell me that when they're in a low place, one of the first places they go is to watch my videos because my goofy self always brings a smile to their face and makes their day better. So that kind of pushed me towards getting on camera and doing it on the big time where I can do it full time. I can be making a bit, an impact like that. But, then I found out about VIP Ignite because before VIP Ignite, it was, I thought of it as a pipe dream, something, yeah, it, it would, I would love for this to happen, but I don't know how to make it happen. And that's mm-hmm. I was talking with Alicia, you, and now I ha- I'm starting to develop a roadmap that my dream is turning into something that's feasible, something attainable. And so now after talking with Alicia and everything, now this is my next step. Because now I have the means uh, awesome. to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, so many people, like I, I know a lot of people that um, moved out to Hollywood, and they're like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move. I'm, like I have one friend in particular that I always think about when I have this conversation. Like she's absolutely beautiful. Like, like, like that girl next door, but like just, yeah, just beautiful. And she moved out to Hollywood. She like She was like, probably about your age she's like she was like okay that's it i'm going i'm going to be i'm going to be a model i'm going to be an actress it's going to be amazing and i was like okay like i i mean i didn't know any better like at that point that we're talking a long time ago and she went out with no plan like she just like went out and she's like okay i'll i'll figure this out and like now she's like a cocktail waitress or something like 20 years later and i'm not i'm not demeaning her because like she definitely did some modeling and she has she's had some great experiences but um, she didn't have the connections that she needed. And now, like, you've been working with VIP Ignite for just a short while, and you're already developing, like, a roadmap. You're already developing a plan to get out there. So how did you find out about VIP Ignite? I saw an ad through my uh, my Facebook stories, actually. I, I okay. happened upon it by chance, and I decided – Okay, if I if they tell me no, nothing changes for me. This is a no risk yeah. no risk opportunity for me. So let's give it a shot. Let's see where it goes. And next thing I know, the That's interview awesome. goes well. They sign me up for Camp Hollywood, and now I'm here on my first ever podcast. Yeah, we don't mess around with VIP ignite. We 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 put your, we we make sure that things happen. We're no joke here. <laughs> It's awesome. So um, here's a question I love to ask everyone who gets on my podcast. So I, is there a particular actor that inspires you? And, like, why does that actor inspire you? 
Um, I have two that immediately come to mind. Okay. Uh, Robin Williams was is the first one that came to mind. I mean, I saw him growing up. I mean, even going back as far back as Jumanji, all the way through to like the Night at the Museum movies, he plays such a wide range of characters. And I always loved watching him act. And now that I'm older, I can watch his stand-up comedy without my mom breathing down my neck. <laughs> so I'm starting to see, like, the full circle of his, like, the full, uh, like, the full range of his comedy. And, and he inspired me because he, he, his suicide was unfortunate, yes. But yeah. it made him realistic. It showed that he wasn't just, like, this happy-go-lucky entertainer. It humanized him. Yeah. And it showed that he was dealing with real-life emotions, whereas for most actors these days, they lock it all down and they only hide to show it behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other, yeah. I would probably say, would... oh, go ahead. No, the other is Will Smith. Actually, is uh, he started a little before my time? Uh, I, I loved watching him on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I went and rewatched some of that. Um, but even coming through, watching him in the Pursuit of Happiness, uh, even playing a villain for the first time I'd ever seen him do that, Suicide Squad. He also has such an amazing acting range and emotional range that he can act with that he, he kind of inspired me to not be a one trick pony when it came to acting. Cause you do have a lot of actors and actresses that fall into a rut and stick with one mm-hmm. style. So they don't hardly go anywhere other than those things that they're specifically recruited for. Yeah. So they both kind of like pushed me to want to be, any role that I could possibly possibly want just to be anybody on camera that I chose to be. I don't have to just be one thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so true. And, and both actors that you mentioned definitely have a wide range because you mentioned more of um, Robin, Williams, Robin Williams' comedic roles. But when I think of him, I think of like Dead Poets Society and I think of Goodwill Hunting. Like I think more of his dramatic roles. That's very like, true. I, I, but... My old, my all-time favorite is Mrs. Doubtfire. Like I saw that in the theater when I was yeah. when I was a teenager. But anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, I remember watching I that when I was like six. That... Okay, we're not going to talk oh. about that, Alex. <laughs> no, but no, but like I, um, the thing I love about Robin Williams is he does have that wide range, and it's. I think that um, his his suicide kind of proves. A I mean, it, it speaks volumes to a lot of things because so many people wear masks. And I think in the entertainment industry, like, people are encouraged to wear masks. But you also have to, like, deal with that real-life stuff. But Will Smith is also one of my favorites because, again, like, I, I've watched him since the beginning of his career, too. And I love that he has gone from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air um, to being a motivational speaker. Like, I don't know if you follow his social media, but, my gosh, Will Smith, like, some of the stuff he does now, I'm like, hold on, so who, like, who is this man? But it's been amazing to see him and, like, just to see, I think he's a great role model for anyone because he, the way that he has, 
his career has morphed, the way he has, like, the path that his career has taken, I think should be inspirational to everyone just because, um, like, you literally can do anything. And you, you, if you get the training and you have the opportunities, like, you can do anything. And, I, again, I love that Will Smith is just so so inspirational. Like, sometimes, like, I'll just sit and binge watch his videos on YouTube because I'm like, okay, I need a dose of inspiration. Like, when he delivers some of the things, like, the look on his face is like, is he gonna? Is this gonna be funny or is this gonna like pierce my heart? And you never know. But it's it's amazing to have watched yeah, the, the trajectory of his career. Yeah. And he's done several Very more cool. like emotionally gripping movies as of late. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I forget what the movie was called, but um, he was his, he was a businessman, I guess, but he was kind of avoiding the fact that his daughter had died and like avoiding okay. uh, the lady who used to be his wife. Um, that was one of the few movies I ever cried in and it was Will Smith was just so emotionally impactful. I couldn't help it. I, I mean, I really, I try and be as macho as I can, but I'll admit that I cried during that movie. Okay. Emotions are not a bad thing, that's for sure. And I'm a professional crier, so um, I cry. I can pretty much cry on demand. So I don't understand. Um, <laughs> no, but no. I mean, again, his roles are. He's such a good actor. Like his roles are. It's just amazing to watch. Again, it's amazing to watch someone who like started out being like a goofy kid, who's now like just someone who inspires so many people. Are you ready for the trick question of the podcast, Alex? I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. So um, when you hit a certain level of success, you're likely going to be featured on the cover of a magazine. So if you could be featured on any magazine, which magazine would you want to be featured on and why? Um, honestly, I don't really have – a good solid answer for that. I can't really toss you a magazine name because at least in at my perspective now, I can't really say that when I get famous, I want to be on this magazine because when I say I'll be lucky to be put on whatever magazine I get chosen to be put on. I mean, okay. I just want to be put on the magazine where I can get the most coverage, you know, I'll be able to, have the most people see me, obviously, for publicity reasons. Yeah. So as long as it's not like a Walmart checkout tabloid, I'll be good. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I love your perspective, too, because I have a feeling that you're going to be doing amazing things. And what if, when you're getting publicity, it's not only going to be for you, it's going to be for a greater cause than yourself because I really get that sense from talking to you over the last couple of days. So I, I love your answer. I love that you, I love that you're not like, Hey, I want to be on GQ because I want to be like the most fashionable guy in the world. Like I, I love your answer, Alex. Honestly, that's one of the most humble answers I've had on the podcast and I've done like 250 episodes. So thank you. Thank you for your humility. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm glad that I can contribute something that you haven't had before. That's, Incredible for yeah. me. Makes me feel original. Yeah. You are original, definitely. You're definitely an original character, and I um, I look forward to seeing where life takes you, Alex. So um, we only have a couple minutes left. So if you could give 
someone a piece you've had, you've lived a lot of life for your 19 years. So if you could just give someone one tangible piece of advice, what piece of advice would you give them? Be realistic. Like, it's good to have dreams and everything, but don't focus entirely on the dream. Like, don't just have these uh, aspirations without a plan behind it. I mean, you can have the most amazing dream in the world, but if you don't plan on for how you're going to get there, you'll never get there. That's like preparing to start like a road trip with just a destination in mind without looking at the map to see how you're going to get there. You could end up halfway across the country away from where you want to go. I mean, you just got to plan for every opportunity that's going to come. That way you know how to roll with it and how to kind of deal with it as it comes. But I'd just say be realistic. That's awesome. Well, Alex, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast today. Thank you for being someone who pretty much takes everyone who listens who has an excuse and you kind of kick those excuses to the curb because you're someone who has every excuse in the world not to pursue your dreams. But instead of being one of those people, you're like, you know what? I've got nothing to lose. Let's do this. And I love that you have a plan and I just love your maturity and your humility. It's, um, it's, this has been a fantastic podcast, so thank you. But before we leave, can you tell us where to find you on TikTok so we can um, be part of your following so I can, so when I need to laugh, I can watch your videos? <laughs> uh, uh, my TikTok username is I'm Alex Wolf. I-M-A-L-E-X-W-O-L-F. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to sign up for TikTok. I know I told you I knew nothing about it, but I'm going to sign up for TikTok because I can follow you so that I can be inspired by you. How's that sound? That sounds good. Just don't get sucked in like I did. It's incredibly easy. Incredibly addicting? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's it's addicting. I started out just doing it because it was something to do. I was bored. It was the first time I was homeless. And now a year later... I'm having days where I'm posting seven, eight videos a day, and this is, I'm on the app probably a good six hours a day. Oh, jeez. It's incredible. Now addiction. I'm scared, Alex. Now I'm really scared, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive in. Well, I look forward to it. Cool. Awesome. Well, Alex, again, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I can't wait to meet you in Hollywood. You. I can't believe I have to wait, like, I don't even know how long, what, like, six months, eight, what, eight months or something like that to meet you. But I'm really excited to meet you in Hollywood. And I look forward to um, seeing where life takes you. I have a feeling that you're going to do great things in this world. Thank you. I look forward to meeting you as well. You're welcome. Have a fantastic day, Alex. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. I hope that everyone enjoyed this episode of the VIP Ignite podcast. I hope that you listen with an open mind and that you realize that you really have no excuses. As Alex, who is homeless, can choose to pursue his dream of being an actor and go to Hollywood. Really, what is your excuse? So if you're interested in learning how to work with VIP Ignite, please go to our website at ammsociety.com where you can get registered for our next live webinar and hear about amazing opportunities that we have that you can partake in. Thank you so much and have a great day.